Welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? Bad, presumably. How are your hearts? How are your weeks? Also bad, presumably. Guys, forgive me if there's sort of background noise in this week's episode of the show, because for reasons that only God knows why, there is building work being done on my building, and they're working on a Sunday of a bank holiday. Outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. But before we get into that, this episode of the Sunday Roast is brought to you by Jemison Cold Brew. Best served like the location of the iPod Nano I got for my birthday in third year and then immediately lost on a Croatian beach, aka on the rocks. Please drink responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie for more information. But joking aside though, what the hell are you doing working on a Sunday? Working on a... Excuse me. Oh, God. I got this bacon butty earlier in Dunleary, okay? And they served it like raw in terms of no ketchup. Now, you do not serve a butty, bacon or otherwise, with no ketchup. I was like, excuse me, does this not come with sauce? And she was like, oh, would you like some mayo? Mayonnaise? In a bacon sandwich? That's against the law, surely. That's absolutely horrendous. That is a howler of a suggestion. So today's day has started off bad and is only getting worse. It's so awkward as well because the scaffolding, right, is like built around my house. And I'm on the second floor in a flat and I've got two windows. So the builders are just like on the scaffolding outside my room, okay, playing music, blaring music, which is so insane. How come no, how come no builder in the history of construction work has ever thought about investing in an auxiliary cable or even Bluetooth and like playing half decent tunes? It's always the radio. It's always the radio. So I'm lowering my voice because I can actually see, see one of them now <laughs> looking out my window and I'm pretty sure he knows. I'm, t- yeah, I am. I'm talking about you. I am. You're ruining my day. You've ruined my weekend. I'd like you to take the money and get off my property. But anyway, they're always playing the radio, always playing the radio. And then not only that, they're talking, but they're raising their voices to shout over the radio. It's utterly infuriating. Like, I think hairdressers actually get a bad rap for, you know, the nonsense talkers of society. But actually, construction workers are up there. They're up there. It's neck and neck. You know, it is neck and neck as to who talks more shite. I was standing outside earlier having a smoke, getting ready to record the roast, being like, oh, maybe they'll finish working. You know, it's now the middle of the afternoon, Sunday, bank holiday, all the rest. And all of a sudden, one of the guys comes around, you know, in the high viz. How are you, Mark, isn't it? I was like, oh, yeah. How are you, mate? Got an idea for uh, one of your podcasts. Do you, yeah? I've got an idea for you, mate. Get back to work. Literally, get back to work. Also, who eats pot noodles in 2020? How did you even, where did you even find that? Where did you even find a pot noodle in 2020? But it's just like, it's an awkward one because obviously we're all working from home at the moment as well. So I'm spending my day in my bedroom. And because they're on the scaffolding, like looking into my bedroom, I made the mistake at the, like on the, on Friday or Thursday where like I acknowledged one of the builders on the scaffolding as I walked into my room. But that then set this precedent for him to, like, wave at me every time I get up and out of my room, out of my chair. And it's like, no, no, no. No, stop this. Stop this. It's like, do you ever get when you bump into somebody or there's somebody that you see in your day-to-day life that you vaguely know, but you both, out of respect for each other, do the good thing and don't acknowledge each other because if you do, once you say hello once, you then just have to say hello to them every day and that's just never going to work. Whereas I made the mistake, I broke the seal too early. 
of being polite and saying hello. So now it's like, yeah, every time I get up out of my chair, he waves hello. And then the other day, like on Friday, I was in the middle of doing something and he was like at my window. But like my windows are literally made of crepe paper. So, you know, you can hear everything. And he was like, oh, I noticed you got some, you got an MF Doom poster up on the uh, the wall. And I was like, well, it's a framed uh, photo. But yeah, uh, go on. And he was like, yeah, I love MF Doom myself. Great rapper. I mean, probably prefer some of his earlier stuff. And as he's doing this, I'm just like putting the, bl- rolling the blind down. Do you realise how awkward it is looking into somebody's eyes as you're rolling a blind down, basically saying, I don't want to continue this conversation. So now I'm living in the dark. I'm just going to have to roll my blinds down and maintain an existence in the dark like fucking Bane. Speaking of ending conversations awkwardly, it got me thinking. It got me thinking about what to talk about in this week's roast. And something that's been on my mind a lot recently is in the advent of sort of social media and all of us living in a technological world is how our social skills are evolving in some ways, but also devolving in others, a.k.a. Due to social media and the never-ending contact and streams and avenues of contact, it's very hard to phase somebody out. It's very hard to cease talking to somebody. And what I was thinking is, How good would it be if WhatsApp introduced a double tap button to like somebody else's comment as the way, like in the way that you can do on Instagram? Like there's, there's the greatest thing about Instagram's DM functionality is the fact you can just double tap, double tap a comment, boom, conversation over, all good. That's it. Off you go. Into the night. We're done. We never need to speak again. Life would be so much easier. If you could do that on WhatsApp, it's the perfect way to end a conversation or let somebody down easily. Oh, we should, you know, we should definitely go for a drink sometime. Like their comment. Oh, do you think you'd be able to make it to Nan's funeral? Like their comment. Even though you've no intention of doing any of these things, it it gives the illusion of engagement, but you're gone. You both get away scot-free. They've got the dignity of you engaging with them and giving them a reply. And you've got, you've just got the carte blanche, carte blanche rather, to go off and live your life. It's amazing. But the thing is, you don't have that in WhatsApp. So these perverts who don't let you out of their lives, they can really milk the conversational teat for every last drop of creamy conversation. They can unhook the bra of mates and let the pendulous swinging breasts of friendship out into the evening and motorboat the banter out of them until you want a breast reduction. They can gnaw at the nipples of... This is outrageous. They can fondle the fun bags. Stop. Honestly, stop. But think about... Think about the ways in which you communicate with people on WhatsApp. We've all been there. We, and we constantly go through this in day-to-day life where we don't know how to end a conversation. I'd like you to think, just for a second, think about the amount of unwarranted ha-has you've thrown out over the last seven days. Just in order to finish a conversation. In ancient times, it was said that ha-ha used to indicate you found something funny. In 2020, it literally means fuck off. It means I don't want to continue this conversation, but life has not equipped me with the social skills to adequately or formally end this back and forth. So I'm just going to say ha ha in the hopes you will please stop contacting me. Ha ha. That's only my first problem with WhatsApp. I mean, there's for an app that is so omnipresent in our digital lives, this is it's so flawed 
like it presents so many problems in my life and I'm sure oh fuck sorry almost forgot this episode of the Sunday Roast is brought to you by Jemison Cold Brew best served like the current status of the relationship I have with the girl I've been seeing over the last few weeks aka on the rocks actually basically on Friday I asked her what did she want to do for date night and she said it'd be fun if we got margaritas Apparently a 13-inch Domino's with a side order of wedges is not what she had in mind. Nevertheless, please drink responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie for more information. But listen, WhatsApp has presented so many flaws and issues and just... I just want to... I got this into my family WhatsApp group. Oh, I got this into a WhatsApp group. Just a relevant WhatsApp group last week, okay? And I'm not going to name the person's name because I can't, but I was sitting down to her and I said, Mum, you need to stop sending these things in, okay? Do any of you guys get this from the older members of your family? It was a screenshot that has been forwarded probably more times than I can think of a joke for. They are going to start circulating a video on WhatsApp that shows how the COVID-19 curve is flattening in India. The file is called India is doing it. Do not open or see it. What? Do not open or see it. Wow, that's pretty... Okay. Do not open or see it. It hacks your phone in 10 seconds. Not a second too faster, not a, not a second longer. It hacks your phone in 10 seconds and it cannot be stopped in any way. Pass the information on to your family and friends. Now, they've also said it on TV news. Three exclamation marks. I mean, for the love of God. First and foremost... I very much appreciate people sharing those things if they believe them to be real. But can we please just look at for a second? How could this possibly be real? First and foremost, for all of these alleged and apparent WhatsApp phone scamming attacks, how many people do you know who's ever gone? Oh yeah, fuck actually. I don't have access to my phone anymore. Why not? Well, I clicked on one of those videos that did the rounds and my phone was destroyed. Oh, wow, that sounds awful. How long did your phone get destroyed in? Did it take them ages? No, no, no. Ten seconds exactly. I timed it. Ridiculous. And then they now include in these things, just to capitalise on the vulnerable and naive, now they've also said it on TV news. Oh, wow. Well, if they've said it on TV news, well, then it must be real. I mean, good God. These things are like the sort of adult equivalent of, if you remember whenever we used to use the social networking site Bebo, and there would be those things like, if you don't forward this, this sort of chain mail, if you don't forward this to 20 of your friends, a 5,000 year old ghost, okay, will appear at the end of your bed in the middle of the night because, you know, you haven't changed your flashbox to the kooks she moves in her own way. What the hell is going on here? Okay, let's talk about, let's actually look at this. Firstly, ghosts don't exist. Have we discussed ghosts before in the show? Ghosts do not exist. And anybody, I swear to God, anybody that you meet in the world who says they believe in ghosts, there'll always be more than one person in their family who believes in ghosts. AKA, they're a multi-pack of biscuits, right? They all, it's always, no, 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 I've seen a ghost, but wait till you hear my uncle Mary as well. He and she have also seen a ghost. Yeah, you're all biscuits. You're all biscuits. Okay, it runs in the family. It's in the blood. The biscotti is pulsating through your veins. Suffice to say, a 5,000-year-old... Okay, so a 5,000-year-old ghost is going to appear at the end of my bed. That's interesting. Can we just... Can we just look at her for a second, this ghost? Why is she not just... Why is she not just spooking us regardless? Why... Why is it... Why is this ghost so arbitrary, okay? That she's sort of sitting down, being like, right, who will I... Who will I haunt this weekend? Everybody. Because I'm a ghost. 
It's irrelevant, no? No, 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 no. Let's, let's, come on. We're ghost guys. We've got to abide by some sort of, you know, system here. I feel the system should be, we should get everybody to change their flashbox on Bebo because, you know, I've just, I've just done a course in the coding academy. So I'm a bit of a tech aficionado now, even though I'm a 5,000 year old ghost. And for those of them that don't share that, you know, it's just such complete and utter drivel. But that's the beauty of WhatsApp. That's the beauty of the internet. That's the beauty of social media. It's revealed some people's gifts and also those who are lacking in sort of working frontal lobes. One of my favourite things is the lads WhatsApp group. I'm in a few, not many, but I'm in a couple of them. Lads WhatsApp groups are, I can understand as a woman, if like if a woman had access to a male WhatsApp group, generally speaking, by the way, before like Senin, who's wearing a polo neck and works in the gift shop of the Irish Museum of Modern Art, comes at me and says, not all men are like that. I understand that. Okay. I understand that. Nevertheless, largely speaking, in lots of men's WhatsApp groups, you give it. It could be, by the way, the group could be about anything. It could literally be a group like arranging flowers because somebody's lost a loved one. And I guarantee you within three days, there'd be a pair of breasts in that WhatsApp group. There would be a pair of breasts or a link to breasts. I got, I was in a book club. Okay. I was in a book club last year and it was coming up to Christmas and we were, you know, whatever, talking about Christmas plans. And then all of a sudden we're talking about whose house we're going to next and what book we're going to read. And then this like 53-year-old who is like married with kids and everything puts this link to a video into the group and we click into it. And it's 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 like an edited video of Kim Kardashian just lying in bed going, all I want for Christmas this year. And then some like Irish voice comes in over the top, goes, a big cock up the arse. <laughs> Outrageous. What even, what even is that as content? Who is, who is the joke at? I don't really get this other than it's just blatant misogyny. And it's like, well, women like dicks, don't they? Especially, you know, especially good looking ones. Absolutely outrageous. I think one of the biggest lies told in modern culture that we're all guilty of saying on a daily basis is, sorry, only just seeing this now. Do you ever get that? Sorry, only just seeing this now. Why are we, why are we so conditioned at the moment to constantly apologize for not replying to somebody's message like quickly enough? We shouldn't need to, just, you were busy doing things. You shouldn't have to justify a lack of contact, particularly if it's not something about anything immediately pressing. Just, just apologize. Or, or sorry, don't apologize. Choose a side, Megan. Don't apologize. I don't get on well in WhatsApp groups. I'm, I'm not, I, I, like, no more than school, no more than general, we've discussed this before, but no more than just general group crack. I never, I never really survive in. I don't know if it's because I'm too heavy handed or because I'm really annoying or like I'm the annoying person that after a situation has occurred in a WhatsApp group, I'll try and keep the joke going for weeks. You know, one of those people, they try and keep the spirit of the WhatsApp group alive way after the event, you know, way after the event. So there's like a group WhatsApp set up for, you know, somebody's birthday or something. And then like, there's a bit, a couple of the private jokes develop in it. And then six weeks later, I'll send in a picture on a Friday night 
Anybody up for a bag of carrots? <laughs> Am I right, gang? No, Mark. You're wrong. Like, we've all, we've all moved on with our lives. I can't move on with my life. We're brothers now. We're in this group together. WhatsApp group etiquette. There should be, there should be a list of rules, formally speaking, for how to behave in WhatsApp groups. And we all know the various type who would religiously break them. Okay. First and foremost, there is the character, the sort of Siobhan character who sets up a WhatsApp group without any cause or reason. She's, you know, gal's coffee morning. That does not require a group, Siobhan. There's three of you. You're going to a cafe Nero beside a dry cleaners and a dental clinic. You do not need to set up a group called Gal's Coffee Morning and then have four hot coffee emojis with the smoke coming out of them. We know what you mean by saying coffee morning. Could you not be a bit more creative, Siobhan? Be a bit more creative. Cough, cough, coughing at a quarter past four. Bob Dylan reference. The peace talks with Kofi Annan instead of Kofi Annan. You know, any of these are better than Gal's coffee morning with the four flaming pots of coffee. Does Thursday suit? Yes, it does. You don't need to set up a group. You don't need to set up a group. People are just setting up WhatsApp groups these days willy-fucking-nilly. And it drives me up the wall. I also don't understand the etiquette of, you know, if you're in a group WhatsApp and there's people that you don't really know, but they put in stuff about their personal life. What's the etiquette for you responding to that? I mean, a very common one that I experienced with men. Um, men are hilarious characters. I don't know if you're familiar with men, but men are hilarious characters in that. I'm in a couple of groups. And one of the guys, you know, you're arranging something. Oh, it's, it's Barry's 30th. We're thinking of going out for dinner. Who's in? And then, you know, somebody will come in and go, Oh, how are you lads? Uh, that sounds lovely, but uh, really sorry, uh, not going to be able to go. The old ball and chain, she's dragging me to some fish restaurant in Bray. Okay, firstly, why are you putting fish in inverted commas? What are they really serving? Do you understand the idea of what I'm... Like, do you ever get that when people misuse inverted commas? Some sort of fish restaurant. Well, what is it, like heroin restaurant? What is this? Also, that sounds lovely. Go for the sea bass. Or the panko fried BLT. So weird the way guys have to act like it's a punishment to hang around with their spouse, their other half, their partner, their girlfriend or their boyfriend. What is, what is it in you that no one's judging you, bro? You've been with this person for four and a half years. Oh, sorry guys. Would love to go to Black Rock for a few points, but unfortunately I'm out in Greece with herself, you know, she's demanding it because it's her birthday. Man, like, I, d you don't need to. Diminish your relationship. You don't need to apologise for being in love. There's nothing wrong with that. You know those sort of guys. The guys that sort of seem to compartmentalise every relationship in their lives. Like they have their lads for crack and chilling. And then they've got like a girlfriend for her crack and drilling. Like slop. Just absolute slop. <laughs> Really, really sorry about any background noise due to the construction work. Obviously, a huge thank you to Jemison Colbrew for sponsoring today's episode. They're genuinely a pleasure to work with, and 
Like, they've been so supportive to me throughout this whole series. Um, let me know how you're getting on with the cold brew. I've been enjoying it on the rocks so far, but also I'm potentially thinking about making one of their brew teenies over the next few days. I'll let you know. Please drink responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie for more information. Aside from that, thank you all for listening. Thank you for sharing it as your stories. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. You don't realise the difference you're making. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. All the best. Take care. Thank you.